Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well and that you had an enjoyable weekend. Andy, I know part of the reason why my weekend was enjoyable was that performance yesterday. Roma, they win 3-0. And just as an aside, I have to say, these early afternoon matches are the absolute worst. However, I do have to admit, they are pretty nice when you win them because then you have the rest of the day in front of you. So that's just an added benefit. But as far as yesterday goes, no complaints, right? That was fairly straightforward, good performance, clean sheet, a victory. And then on top of that, you obviously have the other results of the other matches. You have Milan lose, you have Lazio drop points. So no complaints in regards to yesterday whatsoever, yeah? To tell you the truth, I thought it was a pretty fun game. And... um. It, it was a game that, yes, it, you know, it was at its liveliest in the opening 25 to 30 minutes where uh, really we were on fire and and we looked just incredible going forward. And um, in terms of recovering the ball, um, it, it seemed like Udinese just couldn't get anything done. And if you look at, you know, the performances of, of Deolofeo, Llorente, even De Paul, they pretty sum up, you know, the extent to which um, Udinese gave us trouble. Um, very, very little. Um, Roma went into this game knowing who they were playing against, you know. And this is this is a thing that I mean, this has become the thing with these smaller teams. Is you see Roma go into these matches with a clear mindset, with a clear attitude. This is what we are about to do, and this is what we are doing. We are beating th- these teams, and I thought the way we approached this game, we the way we were so aggressive in the opening twenty minutes, um, every every ball was ours. You know, you yeah, had for sure uh, yeah. some really remarkable performances, but overall, that that what 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 really stood out to me was just the collective effort, um, the sacrifice. And uh, and just you know keeping up the pressure uh, till the very end and 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 finally finally keeping a very very important clean sheet. Absolutely. So clean sheet yesterday. Defense held up incredibly well, and that's interesting considering there was no Kumbula who got injured in the session before, and then no Smalling. I think we would all agree that this is the department at the moment where Roma have the most growing to do. If you look at goals conceded especially between the top five to six, Roma are the outlier there. They concede far above the rest. And historically, when it comes to winning the Serie A, it is usually the best or one of the best defenses to do so, who ultimately win the Scudetto. Now, Roma, again, if you look at the table, they are the outlier when it comes to this race in uh, in the Champions League. The defense, again, concedes far too often, far too many goals. And I think for them to ultimately finish in a Champions League place, this is where they have to improve. And they have to do so quickly and drastically. In recent weeks, though, I have to tell you, the growth that Gianluca Macini has displayed, in my opinion, has been one of the most welcome and appreciated surprises of this recent period. I think he's done incredibly well. He's showing leadership qualities 
and I think his growth has been very apparent. So what do you make of him? Because he's been in incredible form lately. Well, talking about the defense, um, I thought I thought Cristante in these games really in in that back three excels. That's I mean I think that he's found his niche, and I think that um, I think that Fonseca knows that. I think that Fonseca is aware of how good Cristante can be when you're facing these uh, smaller sides that mm, will try to get you on the counter and. Um, not necessarily pressure you um, the way other teams pressure you, and and so you can have a guy like Cristante distribute the ball. and And I thought everybody, you know, maybe a mistake or two, but you know, s- slight uh, mistakes that then, thankfully, didn't cost the team. I thought everybody was on their game, and and um, you you can see some some interceptions of that game. I mean, I. Uh, today I was recently watching it for for the second time, and I've counted a lot of interceptions in a forty in the the first forty five minutes, and even in the opening minutes to the second half, which is usually when the team drops off, right? But um, I thought th- that this is what really st- stood out in this game is that um, we were on it, we were sharp, and you saw that from Ibanez who didn't commit. You know, uh, any any sort of remarkable fouls um, like he usually does. Um, there were fun, some funny instances where even even some of his teammates you could hear them shout, "Calma, calma!" You know, keep calm. Don't don't do anything rushed. You know, um, just just stay focused. And and then you have uh, Mancini, who I think um, not enough people are paying attention to. I think this he's having a a, a really really great season so far um and he's more importantly he's growing into into a leader because believe it or not he's been the most consistent player um i think with all the ups and downs um i think he's been the most consistent player in the big matches and in the smaller matches you know so if for example you rewatch that Juve game the player that stands out is Mancini. You rewatch the Inter game. The player that stands out is Mancini, uh, and and he is always so willing to to grab the ball, the ball to to go forward, um, to take risks, to cover for his teammates. Uh, there is such fighting spirit within him that um, you really wish you had eleven. Uh, 11 Mancini's out there um, and this is not to discredit anybody else because everybody did great I thought everybody put in a really decent shift but Mancini um, I thought is is, is 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 that kind of player that I would love to have as a teammate you know that sort of inspires you and um, I think this is you know it, it's just a start and Obviously, this season so far has put you in, in, in difficult circumstances. I mean, Smalling, who last season was incredibly solid physically, this season has experienced a number of injuries. Um, Kumbula, you know, had to be uh, sidelined with COVID and now a minor knock. Um, so this season so far has given you challenges in the defensive department. And, you know, you can see it. I, Roma have conceded quite a bit. But... Um, 
I don't think that speaks negatively of, of this defense. I did, I think that this defense more or less has figured out a way to to cope um, with the schedule, with the opposition. And again, having a guy like Cristante out there who really, you know, he's really, you can see that he's got the trust of the manager and he's doing exactly what Fonseca is asking of him. That's... To me, that's the priority for any team is to have those players out there um, doing what the manager wants them to do. And um, and uh, in games like the Udinese one, you can see that the whole team was was sharp mentally and focused on, on, on following the manager's instructions. And um, that's all you can ask for, really, when, when you're going into these gritty... Um, sometimes uh, you know pretty pretty unexpected um games against this sort of minor opposition that can always give you trouble that's why i say unexpected because the the trouble <laughs> always happens uh, you know always takes place uh, unexpectedly um I- I- against sides like like Udinese. and then of course this wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't mention Gonzalo Villar who I'm not saying I willed this into existence, but I I would like to say that I bought property on the VR Pizarro comparison fairly early. So very pleased to see more inhabitants coming to this island. But he's another one. You can't help but be impressed with how much he has shown lately. And statistically, it's not like he's wowing you with assist after assist after assist. The way he shut down the Paul and marked him in the match against Udinese, I, I felt was very impressive. And just the mere fact that he's willing to sacrifice mark him throughout the majority of the match. He is also helping on the right flank as well. I thought, again, the maturity that he has displayed has been so impressive. And on the ball, I, I mean, replacing him at this point, I think would be very, very difficult. He's so calm and collected with the ball at his feet. And wow, has he been a welcome addition. Oh yeah, and, and VR, you know, it's um, it, the remarkable thing about him is that I was foolish enough to to sit here a few months ago when I really had very little idea as to who exactly he is as a player and say, oh, you know, he um, he, you know, the the one minor thing he needs to sort of work on is the physique. The the physique is is of primary importance. The Serie A, well, bullshit, you know. I mean, he. He's got it, and and you could see him uh, battle it out there uh, against the likes of 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 De Paul and all <laughs> everybody else in that Udinese squad. That I mean, Udinese looked really impressive physically. I mean, they have some guys there who look like wardrobes, you know, um, pretty pretty stocky, pretty burly guys, um, physically imposing, and and. That didn't really didn't move him. That you know that I think that he embraced the challenge, and that's exactly what what really uh, I think makes a lot of the fans out there fall in love with him. Is that he's so willing again, like Mancini, he's so willing, so willing to embrace the challenge, to 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 play, um, to help, to contribute, to to sacrifice himself, and and you know I mean. Uh, people lo- like his passing ability, um, his movement, but 
uh, I thought this game was a, a, a very complete game of his. This was, I think, one of the first time that we 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 saw um, what this player can offer in many areas and also defensively. There were some really impressive tackles that he made, and the way he managed to almost nullify Depol, who's really one of the Serie's most incredible players. And the reason why uh, Udinese um, have been doing well this campaign so far, and for and for you know, and have managed to survive these last few seasons, because when you have a, a player of his quality, uh, sky's the limit. But VR again, you know, twenty-two years old, goes out there and dominates. Um, and and by the way, does it self? You know, does it? By 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 sacrificing himself, but may by maybe sacrificing you know his um, his willingness to pro to move forward. Um, actually, in this game, he he. If you look at if you look at you know the positioning of the various players, he let um, Pellegrini and Vertu uh, move forward. He was the one to stay back and sort of help out Cristante with the defensive duties. So that's you know that's. Uh, that's what's impressive is that there is that willingness to 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 sort of take more and more responsibilities upon yourself and and that is key that is sort of the key to growth and i think that now the one thing that sort of mainly stands out to me is that he needs to address his shot making there needs to be some some kind of shot i think that would be incredible to 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 <laughs> to see a, a player of 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 his caliber of his age have a shot that is very very important and and would really put him uh you know uh, up in the ranks um uh, up in the rankings uh of of young midfielders really for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Definitely. All right, now as for striker, my hudal, I think we would both agree, right? Pretty anonymous throughout the entire match. I can't really remember him getting involved in, in many action. He just seemed like he was out there sort of just occupying space because I, I can't remember too many definitive moments that involved him. He was rather quiet throughout the entire match, but Jekyll comes on, has a decent shot at goal. He probably could should be making the argument that on the counterattack that they had, he should have passed it off to Pellegrini. I think they could have made something more out of that, but Jekyll had decided to go for the shot. And then I think we would also both agree taking down in the area should have been a penalty. So I, I guess I don't know what you do moving forward because this seems like it's going to be something that could change on a match-by-match basis. Yeah, one one week you're feeling my Hidal and then the other you're feeling Jekko. And when you're getting the production from these other roles like you are from Mkhitaryan, Vatitu, that's really not that big of a deal. But I, I guess the in the broader scheme of things, ideally you would like to know without any hesitation as to who your best number nine is in the given moment, right? Well, believe it or not, I, I actually liked my Iran. Um, I thought that in, 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 in the 60 or something minutes that he had on the pitch, he did, you know, for someone who I think didn't really have any shot on goal, um, 
at least that I can't really think of anything. Um, Minor Al moved incredibly well, um, and actually I thought did a pretty decent job holding up the ball. Um, and he has, you know, when we talk about, you know, what he, what he can do, uh, if you look at that game and the way he lets players like Vertu, like Mkhitaryan, like Pellegrini, who like to go forward and like to have a shot on goal, and he lets them by sucking the defense and, and you know, getting two defenders on him and then moving to the right while Vertu moves to the left or Pellegrini goes centrally um, unmarked. That's his contribution right there. That To me, that, that is not pl- being quiet. Um, I actually thought that Jekyll, once again, looked pretty lifeless. And 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 if if there is if there is something as um as recovery then the the Europa League should definitely be a recovery period for Jekyll. that should sort of give him a chance to to wake up because so far he's sleepwalking uh, he's fumbling the ball um he's he's doing all kinds of things that don't really help the team necessarily and i think that the the Europa League will be sort of a, a, a pretty good wake up call for him you know, a, a way of saying, okay, this is the chance, you know, take it. But so far, to me, if you ask me, so far, um, I don't have a reason to believe that, that Mayoral deserves to be benched. And also, this is one of the issues that keeps bugging me. And really, because for for so many years, um, we've had these Jekko substitutes who weren't good enough. You know, and the big talking point was we don't have a Jekko substitute that is good enough to replace him, to to give him some breathing time, to, um, to you know, to to help him, uh, you know, replace him during his his his, his negative spells, you know, his dry spells, and all of a sudden we have a guy who does that, and we have a guy who even when he goes quiet. So when he doesn't score a goal, he st- he still helps the team move in a way that allows others to score goals. Finally, we have that guy. He's up there. He's on. He's on that pitch. He's playing. Okay. And now what? Now the big talking point is why is that guy playing and why isn't Jeko playing? And to me, that is really something that I will never wrap my head around as to. Uh, how in the world can we <laughs> can we keep doing these same mistakes you know just falling for 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 these for these bait for these for these really stupid talking points because Jekko wasn't performing before hasn't been performing for almost two months in 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 for as far as I can I can recollect uh, and and Myral has been doing exceptionally well for somebody who, you know, was always meant to be a substitute, who was brought in to be a substitute, who, you know, his his career year was at Levante. Okay, that's that's the guy you brought in for somebody like him. He's doing exceptionally well. And and the, the big thing now is what taking him off when he's actually helping the team. Just because he couldn't get through the likes of Bonucci and Chiellini on a day that um, I don't think anybody else would have done better against those two guys. 
And then when Jericho appeared, he looked like he couldn't be bothered. Um, then why should we take him off? You know, that's my that's my thing. Is that now ha, let, let Jericho play in the Europa League? Let him. Let's see what he has to offer. Let's see that um, if if he can play, if he can if he can perform well, great. Then we'll have another option up there. But so far, um, Jericho hasn't done enough. Myral in my book has has done exactly what Jericho hasn't been able to do for the past couple of months. Really quickly before we get to Braga. Before the season, you and I, our biggest concern, or one of our biggest concerns, I guess I should say, was this season, where are the goals going to come from outside of Mkhitaryan and Dzeko? And like I said just a minute ago, I have been pretty impressed with how sort of evenly distributed the goal production has been. So you have Mkhitaryan with 10, you have Veretu with 10, you have Majoral with 9, Dzeko with 8, Pedro with 5, Pellegrini 4, Mancini with 3, Kumbula 2, and then several others with a single goal to their name. But I guess if you're not going to add somebody who can be that out-and-out undisputed goal scorer, this is the only other alternative to success, right? Yes, and again, you know, that the, the fact that this team is capable to, to distribute the goal scoring and also be so prolific because this is not as if we we you know we we hardly win games by more than a goal we 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 really go out there and we put ourselves in a position to score numerous goals and when we are on a roll they come effortlessly i mean you watch that pellegrini goal that got canceled and you think to yourself, Jesus, this is this is better than than the than the, the Galacticos. Yeah. You know, this it's is this is it? just incredible stuff. The way the team moves the ball, the way everybody gets involved, the way the ball touches every player's foot. You know, the way the team moves from the back and and manages to to catch Udinese um, helpless. Really, a team that is known has been known for, for these past few weeks for being defensively solid. We 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 split them up, you know. We open them, uh, you know, just just beautifully. And 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 I think that that is a big credit to to Fonseca's work. Is that you have Jeko? Great, but maybe me Jeko is having a bad day. And you still have someone like Vertu. Mkhitaryan has been uh, of great help, but this game clearly wasn't wasn't his his day at all. You still had Pellegrini and Vertu, and you don't have Vertu. Maybe you'll have Pellegrini getting you know getting a shot off, or maybe you'll have Mancini um, with with a header. That's that's what's actually helping this team move forward is that as i said again as a warriors fan we the, the slogan the, the sort of the motto for for the warriors for a number of years was strength in numbers and i love that it it it's really to me any any successful team any team that wants to consider itself a contender for anything any team that wants to aspire to bigger things needs to live by that motto strength in numbers and we are seeing that we're seeing uh, players emerge from you know from 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 
really scenarios and, and, and circumstances that that sort of weren't predictable at all. I mean, a guy like Karsdorp, whom I think that this team still doesn't use enough. You know, they always rely on Spinazzola. Um, they always pass him the ball first. When when Karsdorp has always acres of space and and really <laughs> that's his game to to get behind the opponent with his speed. Well, anyway, I'm, I got sidelined, but it that's true. It's we have these players like VR, like Karsdorp, like Spinazzola himself. Um, you know, even Vertu, who's who's having his probably his best year scoring wise and one of his be- better seasons in the Serie A and and they're all they're all emerging they're all saying okay I'm ready I'm here to play I'm here to stay I'm here to perform for this team for this coach for this club you know and I love that I think that this is is never is never something that should be taken for granted and that this is uh, uh, you know a massive massive positive for for everybody involved and it should be the way forward. This should be sort of this. This should be only the beginning uh, of this. Everybody should be involved, and it's it's great to see that. It's very very encouraging. Okay, now just to end, your favorite competition, Andy, the Europa League, uh, Roma. They will be facing off against Braga, and this is a really interesting one, only because well, first off, they're not playing. Uh, what what's your favorite like Austrian dentists, Danish plumbers? That's not who they're going to be facing. They're going to be facing a, a Braga side that is really strong, in my opinion. Now, a couple of days ago, they did lose one of their best defenders and actually a really really good young prospect, David Cardamo. And if you're even remotely squeamish, I would not recommend looking at the injury that he suffered just a couple of days ago in a cup match against Porto. Very, very, very gruesome. Incredibly gruesome. So if you have a weak stomach, do not go on YouTube and look at that because I may or may not have made the mistake of doing so. But what are you expecting from this, Andy? Because Europa League, I think we both agreed in the previous episode, the priority is, of course, the league. But it's not as if I expect them to punt this, give it away, not try their best. Simply because I, I I think they're following the lead of Paolo Fonseca, who has them in this match-by-match match mentality. But again, in these bigger matches, Roma, of course, have been underwhelming. So I really don't know what to expect. I think it's a very good thing that you have the second leg in Rome. But I'm eager to see what Fonseca decides to do with the team as far as turnover goes. Because we've already talked about the defense very, very thin at the moment. By no means do I want to see one of Fazio or Juan Jesus at all. But I think the hand may be forced in this case. But I don't know. We'll see. But we also have to remember that you have an incredibly, incredibly important upcoming match against Benevento. Only because if you look at who some of the other competitors for the top four are, some of them are facing each other. You have Napoli facing Atalanta and you have Milan in the derby against Inter. So winning against Benevento should be, at least in my opinion, the priority. Now, I know several will disagree with that, but I I guess I'm eager to see the approach that Fonseca takes. Very curious to see the team he puts out. What are you expecting? Because I I really don't know. We obviously know that Jekyll will play, but as some of the others go, do do we see El Shadawi? Do we see Pedro? Do we see Carlos Perez? 
I'm eager to see what he decides to do. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it, 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 it's going to be tough, you know, not only because obviously Pedro said that we can win the Europa League, <laughs> but I think it's going to be tough because you will, you, you know, I was thinking of that when I was watching the game against Rudinez. I mean, how many of these guys um, really want to go from a performance like that against Rudinez where they clearly are motivated to get that fourth spot, you know? They want Champions League football. You can see that when they when they go out there and they play um, like that, you can tell that they want Champions League football. And then I thought, okay, how many of these guys are going to play the same way, with the same mentality, with the same hunger against Braga, away from home, you know, on a rainy, on a rainy European League, Europa League night? Um, how many of those guys will perform the same way? How many of those guys will be willing to sacrifice themselves um, for a competition that, you know, may seem really out of reach more than Champions League football, okay? So to me, it, 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 these are never easy questions to answer because um, I don't know what I'm going to get out of Roma um, on, a, on a rainy Thursday night. So I think it's going to be interesting to see finally what Jeko can do. You know, this is finally it's sort of that will be you know that will be the the big question mark that will finally get addressed we'll get you know a starting role from him a starting performance we'll see the likes of pedro make a comeback probably you know maybe carlos perez um i think that's you know that's a perfect opportunity for for those guys to 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 go out there and not only show us what they have, but show themselves what they have in the bag, you know. Can Pedro um, build on that goal against Udinese? Can can Dzeko finally um, take off his slippers and, and put on uh, the, the playing shoes? Um, can, can Carles Perez finally familiarize himself with the concept of a football? Um, these are all questions that will be answered in these two games and far from easy, you know, far from easy. And even more so, I'm I'm already thinking of Benevento, believe it or not. I, th I am already. And I think that a lot of Roma players will will be thinking of the Benevento game as well, um, which shouldn't be the case. It shouldn't be the case at all for me. At least at least get this win. OK at least get get this win and I'll, I'll i'll tell you the truth i'll i'll be surprised if they do okay this is my hot take i'll be surprised if they do um because knowing roma this is going to be another beautiful example of what a shit show uh um, right <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is going to be very very interesting Okay, so that is where we will leave it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. We will be back later in the week after the match against Braga. So that means Friday. So hopefully, Roma, they can get a victory, and then we will be previewing the weekend match against Benevento. So as always, thank you so, so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. And until next time, ciao. Ciao.